Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Rainy Days with Tabs. I am your host, Tabitha, and it's such a pleasure to have your ear today. It's officially December 31st of 2021, and the year is over. Um, so it's the last episode of this year, of course, and also it's the last episode of this season. Season one of Rainy Days is officially wrapped up. I just, I can't even believe it. Time goes by so fast. And I know like for some people this year went by really, really slow because you went through, you know, some extreme hardship and, you know, for that, I am so sorry. I'm sorry that this year wasn't what you expected it to be. I'm sorry that this year, you know, had more lows than highs. I'm sorry that it rained a lot, you know, in your personal life. And it probably rained a lot in the lives of your family. And I'm just hoping that this upcoming year, this new segment of time will be better for you. That um, everything that has happened within this year only came to make you stronger make you wiser make you better and i know you say you know i didn't want to be stronger i didn't want to be wiser i didn't want to be better we don't want a lot of things that are beneficial for us like a lot of us don't eat vegetables and a lot of us don't exercise and a lot of us you know don't get a certain amount of sleep but just because you know it wasn't beneficial just because it wasn't what you expected doesn't mean it's not what you needed and I know that's also a difficult thing to hear but I just want you to hear my heart a little bit and understand that life sucks I will not take that away life is very difficult there are a lot of moments that make us question our existence it makes us question you know where we stand you know it even makes us question if God hears us do you hear me God do you hear my prayers do you hear the tears you know that fall on my face the do you hear the groaning that I feel the groaning in my heart the groaning deep within me that no one even knows about how could you forsake me how could you leave me out you know and let these things happen to me but I just want you to know that they didn't happen to you they happened for you and wow I feel like I sound like I'm preaching but God just give yourself time to look at it in hindsight you don't have to see it this way now but give yourself time to see what those difficulties in what ways those difficulties change your life for the better even if you don't see it right now that's cool that makes perfect sense there are a lot of things in my personal life that I'm like I don't want to see this like this like this I don't want to see what could have been you know I don't want to see how this is positive because it doesn't feel positive right now but I'm just saying like give yourself time to at least see you know just what it could have been hindsight is 2020 and just give your no pun intended but yeah just give yourself time and hopefully like I said this year will be better so in this episode I definitely won't be talking about you know a list of resolutions that I've created for myself because I like to think of the new year as literally just a continuation of time it's just another another season in my life um because I also know like if I wanted to do something like I'm just gonna do it if I really really want to do it um, and so the new year, or at least, you know, the saying of a new year should not determine that. I want us to always just 
move on what we feel and just um, get things done as soon as we can. And to definitely make make plans because without it, the people perish. (laughs) Um, But instead, I wrote down three questions that I wanted to ask myself that I want you guys to ask yourself as you listen to this. And just to have a moment of reflection, it is the end of the year, and I think this is the best time to reflect. So my first question is, what is one thought that I'm currently holding on to that's not serving my well-being? Why am I holding on to it? And what empowering thoughts can I use to replace it? Oh, this is such a powerful question because... There's so many debilitating thoughts that we carry along with us throughout the day. And the thought that came to my mind was, I thought they would support me. And this is actually a really big deal for me in the sense of, I remember when I started the podcast, you know, my mentor Camille told me, You know, tabs like the people you think you expect are going to listen to the podcast. They're not listening to it. It's the people you don't expect. It's the people that you don't know that's going to really be your supporters. And I listened to her. I believed her. And so it allowed me to keep my expectations low. But I kind of wanted the people that are closest to me to prove her wrong. But they didn't. You know, a lot of the support I've been giving getting has been from people that I don't know. And it, it hurts my feelings only because... In my head, when a friend of mine is doing something, I want to support them 100%. I am an all-or-nothing friend. I remember I was in a car with my friend, Naisha. Hey, Naisha, girl. (laughs) A long time ago. We were both living in Tampa at this time. I don't know where we were going. But we were in the car, and she says to me, You know, Tabitha, you're a good friend. And I just remember saying, What is a good friend? She was like, Huh? Like, what do you mean? And I told her, you know, and this is how I feel. I don't believe in someone saying this person is a good friend or if someone's saying this person is a bad friend. A friend is a friend. In good times and in bad. You can't be a bad friend to me. If you're a bad friend, you're just not a friend. You can't be a good friend to me either. You just need to be a friend. You just need to be there. And whatever... Um, you know, position that is that I need you for in that moment. And so I've always carried that mentality of I'm just a friend. Like I am there for you if you need me. And just realizing that my 100 to someone is really their 50 to me sucks. And it sucks because I'm not able to give them 50 like I should because my 50 would seem so unauthentic to me. Is it inauthentic or unauthentic? I don't know. But one of those. <laughs> it would just it wouldn't seem natural. It's more natural for me to just be there for someone. It's either I'm like literally giving you my all or I'm giving you nothing. There's no gray area for me in that regard. And so just knowing like there is gray area for others, it it really it really bothers me and just trying to you know work through those thoughts and you know lot not letting it change who I am at the core of me is probably the hardest part for me because when things like that happen I want to shut down I want to just retreat 
to myself and say, you know what? Fine, no problem. No one comes in. But that's not fair to the people who are actually supporting me. And so to answer my question, empowering thoughts that I will use to replace the thought of, quote unquote, I thought they would support me, is, wow, the support I am receiving from people I didn't even expect to receive support from has been so encouraging. I want to change it around to realize that forget the people who aren't supporting me. What about the people who are? Those are the people I need to be giving my 102. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in my friendship, but it can be in my episodes. It could be in another way. Like I definitely need to show these people how much I appreciate them and stop worrying about or just getting in my head about the people who aren't supporting me the way I want them to or the way I would I would have expected them to because I want it because I would have done it that way. I also need to I'm realizing like I need to cut my expectations. I need to make my expectations more realistic and I cannot base my my expectations off of myself. That is unfair literally to every single person in this world because someone out there has expectations f- regarding me. And I could never meet them, not only because I don't know them, but because I am not them. So I'm going to get off my soapbox, but that's definitely how I feel about that. The second question is, what was the hardest part of the year? These kind of coincide. It's two points that I like to make, but they go in, they go together. And the first one was it truly clicked that. I wasn't in charge of my life. Well, that no one is. I've heard of scenarios where even I've been in this scenario and I've heard of scenarios for other people where they prayed like it was no one's business and they prayed and asked God regarding something and they earned and they fasted for it and it just didn't turn out the way they expected. And it sucks because it definitely did make me realize that I kind of view God like a genie. And I'm like, okay, if I make this kind of prayer, if I ask for this specific thing, you're going to make it out or you're going to make it work out this particular way. Not realizing that God is like, no, I mean, if you really want my will, then you want my will. And yes, you can ask for anything in my name, but if you want my will, then you want my will. And God is so perfect and he is so good that Yes, he knows what you want, but if he knows it won't be in your best benefit, he is too good, too sovereign, too holy to give it to you in that way. And that always gets me because in my head, when it's not turning out the way I wanted it to, I'm not thinking about how he's sovereign. I'm not thinking about how, you know, he's just looking out for my best interest. I'm only thinking, I thought you said to ask you what I wanted and he was going to give it to me. (laughs) Realizing that. God is so much more complex than that. And I'm very grateful that he is because there are a lot of different things that I didn't have to run into because of that. I want to say it so bad. I want to say, fine, I'll settle. Fine, I'll just get with this person. Fine, I'll just get with that person because they're the people that's showing me interest. Fine. 
I'll just stop fighting my thoughts and feelings and I'll just settle. As long as I'm married, right? As long as I'm having sex, right? As long as I'm getting those things that I want. But I want to say that, but it'll be coming from anger because I don't mean it. I want to say, fine, I'll settle. I want to say, fine, I'll get with this person and fine, I'll, you know, see where things go with this person. Just because at least I know, okay, like I'll be married, I'll get what I want. But I also know I won't be getting what I want because nothing these people can do will make me satisfied. I'll be in the relationship and be miserable. So my only option is to wait. How long, though? How long is the wait? And I know, I know I'm supposed to be like, okay, I'm not going to think about the wait. I'm just going to do what I have to do. And then, you know, before I know it, I'll look up and that'll be the case. But I did that. I did that. I did that. I literally did that. I kept my head in the books. I kept my mind focused. I zoned in. I leaned in. I focused on God. I focused on myself. I focused on my friendships. I zoned in. I focused. Randomly, one day I look up and there's someone in front of me and I think, okay, I didn't look for you. You came to me. Let me continue to pray about you every step of the way. I did. And it still ended in heartbreak. How many times am I going to have to go through this process? Did I miss red flags? Like, did I, where did I go wrong? I'm not going to put it on this person. Where did I go wrong? At some point in time, I guess you have to start taking accountability. Where did I go wrong? And this can go two ways. I could become that person that closes myself off from the world. No entry. I'm tired of bouncing back. Like, that's not fun. People say it because it's kind of like you something you have to do. And it's like you might as well do it because you can't just like sit in a hole and rot. But bouncing back is not fun. Having to constantly do it over and over again is just not fun. Now I'm upset with myself. Forget that person. What am I going to learn? When am I going to stop trusting so easily? When am I going to just like, I don't know. I don't know. Forget that person. When am I going to learn? And I thought I did. I was being proactive. I was looking for the things. I was just very much in tuned with myself and I still got burnt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This thing can't be rocket science. It just can't be. People find someone online or they find someone on the street and they get married within a year. I'm seriously doing what people say. Don't look. Just mind your business. Don't look. Just focus. And I still get burnt. I don't understand. I tell. I say, okay, you know what? Then I'm not going to have any hope. I'm just going to ignore everything. And whatever happens, happens. I do that and I still get burnt. And then I also hear, no, don't give up. There's still hope for you. There's, this could happen for you. 
And it's like, okay, I don't know what to do here. I'm like literally running into circles, like literally running in circles. If it's not one excuse, it's another. And I don't know what I'm going to do. I loved that audio because I was so angry (laughs) that day. And at the moment, I didn't know like it would eventually use it as content in the podcast. But as I reflected upon the year and just things that I had to go through, it was like, wow, that's a good audio to like insert in here and just kind of give you guys perspective of, you know, how I was feeling in those moments. And I wish I had more. And I think I'll make the conscious decision to do this, you know, going on with this year, just to like kind of record moments where I'm having like, you know, my out of the box thoughts and I'm just going on a rampage and just talking um, because I I know how hopeful it might be, you know, just for you guys to kind of hear like, you know, the before and after, because a lot of the things that I feel I felt in that audio, I no longer feel, but also I do still feel and I only still feel them because I'm still waiting, waiting for a resolution. I'm still waiting for the other side of it. But also, one of the things that I learned in this year that was really hard for me that is related to that audio is I didn't realize that I felt an immense amount of pressure to get married. I mentioned it in one of my past episodes, but yeah, I felt so much pressure to get married and it finally clicked like, oh my God, calm your horses, girl. Like you still have your whole life ahead of you. And I know like some people, I tell them that they're like, yeah, girl, you have your whole life ahead of you. And then some people are like, "Mm, do you? (laughs) But I will go with, I still have my whole life ahead of me. And I should not feel pressured to be in a relationship and or get married because of what other people, because of the fear of others. There it goes. Because that fear has been subject, was put on me and I was acting out on it, which really sucks. And so that was really nice for me this year to kind of like learn. It was it was nice because it was like, okay, like finally I know where this is coming from and finally I can put an end to it. But it wasn't nice because I'm like, did I ruin like great potential relationships because of it? But then I'm also thinking that I didn't know any better and I'm going to give myself grace for that. What I do know now is that I am so comfortable in my singlehood and I will be single for as long as the Lord will allow. And during my singleness that I will find contentment. I know there's a saying that it's single and miserable, but it's, it should be single and content. 
It should be single and excited, single and happy, single and flourishing. And I'm tired of looking at my life through the lens of being in a relationship as if like that's the only thing that can bring me satisfaction because it's not. It never has been. It never should have been. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely done with that. <laughs> and lastly, the last question was, what did I learn from hard times? So I learned not to sweat the little stuff. You probably won't like this, but I'm going to give my friend of over 10 years, Dave, a shout out. And I definitely learned that from Dave. He's always saying, charge it to the game. (laughs) And I'm learning that too. There are a lot of little things that I kind of like make really big and I'm like, I shouldn't. I know whenever I talk to him, he's like, just charge it to the game tab. I just charge it to the game. And I'm like, you know what? I should. I don't want to sweat the little things. The big things, okay, fine. Like, I'll work through them. I'll talk through them. But the little things, especially if it's out of my control and it's like there's nothing I can do. And it's not like threatening. I'm not going to lose my sanity over them. I should just literally leave it alone and just be like, it is what it is. I also learned to choose myself. I always thought I did, but this year I really learned that I I really needed to, especially in situations where it didn't seem like the right thing to do. I am one person, I am the person that I would have to say I consider other people's feelings. I am an empath for sure. When it comes to saying, when I tell someone I understand how you feel, I'm not saying it to say it. Like, I really do understand. I really, my feelings really do get to the nitty gritty of that feeling that the person is explaining. And of course, it's not the exact, but I can understand what they're feeling. I can put myself in their shoes easily. And so when it comes to choosing myself, that's so hard because I'm considering how that other person is feeling, knowing that it's going to hurt them that I'm choosing myself, not thinking about the fact that it's going to hurt me to stay. It's going to hurt me to continue. I ended a very important friendship this year. And it's because I chose myself. And that feels, even saying it feels wrong. But can I say I'm happy I did it? I can say I am happy I chose myself. Because the peace that I received after doing that, probably it means so much more to me than if I was there to understand how they felt. Like, I don't I don't know how to break that down, but it was really crucial for me to choose myself, and I'm really happy I did, but it wasn't comfortable for me, and if anything, it just felt wrong. But I'm happy I did, and I would do it again. I also learned that Even when you think like you don't have any more creativity in you, you always got something. There's always a little something in you. 
that's ready to light up the world. And there are many times this year, especially for the podcast, that I was just like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And then before I know it, I have like 37 episodes. And I'm like, how did I get here? How did I get here? And it's because there's just still so much in me that I have yet to touch and tap into. But I was very much convinced that I didn't have anything in me. And so I'd have to say, like, especially in hard times, I just don't look at this. Don't look at the cup half full. Look at it half empty. Consider the fact that you have so much more to learn. You have so much more to so much more areas to grow. And that there's just so much more of a possibility in you. And that does it doesn't have to be the end. Like, don't put limits on your creativity don't put limits on your life. Don't put limits on where you will go. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yes, I definitely felt that. <laughs> and lastly, I learned that if you always have to be the bigger person, you're hanging around with too many small people. I refuse to be the one that's constantly apologizing in 2022. I'm not always wrong. I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes. But at some point in time, the people around you need to take accountability for the ways in which they affected you. And you can't constantly be trying to understand what ways you affected them. And it's not happening on the reverse. We need to cut that. No, I refuse. After ending that very important friendship for me this year, I feel like I am clearly in the emotional state to end anything that does not bring me peace. And the person doesn't even really have to be doing anything for me, but I just don't want them to disrupt my peace. Don't disrupt the peace that I work so hard to get to. And also don't be a leech. And also don't bring me down any chance you get no 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 no. we're we're not doing that it doesn't even have to be 2022 that i don't do that shoot today we're not doing it <laughs> and so yeah those were the three questions that i had to ask myself and i hope that everything anything that i said will be impactful for you it has been a year of rainy days well, it's almost a year. A year is technically in January, but I will not be doing any episodes until um, our official anniversary. So I just want you guys to enjoy this time, this holiday season, the beginning of this new year with your families. Please, if you're someone that believes in the power of prayer, pray over your year. Pray over, you know, the plans that you have, the ones that you know, you're starting to work on the ones that haven't even been thought about yet. Place those ideas, place those plans, those goals in the arms of Jesus and watch him just do the miraculous. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you that take the time to listen to me. I am hoping that season two of rainy days will be 10 times better than you would have ever imagined. I will definitely be having so much more guests new guests, people that you've never heard, people that you probably know, who knows? We're leaving the we're leaving the doors open, right? We're not placing any limits on our goals and our dreams. And so I'm very grateful for you guys and 
in true rainy day fashion, I must leave you with a verse and a prayer. And my verse is Ecclesiastes 3 from 4 to 8. It's a long verse, but um, the part that I will read is, There is a time to cry and there is a time to laugh. There is a time to be sad and a time to dance with joy. There is a time to look for something and a time to consider it lost. There is a time to keep things and a time to throw things away. Lastly, there is a time to love and a time to hate. There is a time for war and a time for peace. I pray that whatever 2022 has to offer you, whatever time you find yourself in, that you find yourself there content, you find yourself there whole, and you find yourself there happy and healthy. That is my prayer for all of my Rainy Days fam. I pray that God will continue to watch over you, continue to bless you, and continue to make you into who you are destined to be. Pray that you will always be surrounded by those who love and care for you. I pray that whatever lessons that you've learned within this year, within this time, that you will apply those lessons and you won't repeat them, that you won't have to repeat certain circumstances to get the point. I know that's my prayer for myself. I pray over your families. I pray over your well-being. I pray over your jobs, the businesses that will be opened, the ones that you've already started, the ones you haven't even thought of. I pray over just your ideal, your hope, your future, most importantly, also your health. I pray that you all will desire a relationship with God and that if you already have one, that it will continue to flourish and become what you never expected it would be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And as you know, it does not rain always, but it's raining today. So please go stand in the rain. Thank you. Happy New Year.